I don't know if I'm saying it right. So apologies. Anision. He is five nine. Yeah, he looked he, he looked way smaller than five nine in there. You know how small <laughs> I would look in the ring at five four, a staggering five four. I look like a I look like Ant Man. Yeah. Okay, the Bumblebee Squad is in the house. I was gonna say that. We look good today. Yellow's a good color. It's underrated. Yellow and black, that combination, the Bumblebee swag just always looks good. Even the pants. I mean, I got the long pants, you got the short pants, but we got the yellow, the black. Feeling good today. Tuesday sauce. We let it simmer a little bit longer. I'm back from Vegas. So I'm a little bit out of breath. This weekend beat the living shit out of me. I'm sure we're going to get into it. How you doing today, Phil? I'm good, dude. I'm good. Woke up mad late because, you know, I, I stay up because I'm a night owl. It's when I'm most productive, but... Listen, we're here. What were you working on now? Were you being productive or were you like playing league or something? Do nah, you play dude. league? I used to, but I, I haven't been on my league grind. I've been on I've been playing World of Warcraft. Really? That yeah. game will that game will destroy you. That will end your career. It'll keep you it'll keep you from eating. It'll have you missing meals and shit. Or it will have you have you overeating. That's true. That is also true. You know? What have you been doing in that game? Because I don't I don't play that game. I don't really know a lot about it. I just know there's a lot to do. Right. There is a lot to do. What Blizzard has been doing is they kind of separated the franchise into two separate camps. You have retail, which is like the 2022 most current up-to-date version of the game. Mm -hmm. And they've been doing re-releases, remastered versions of Classic WoW. Mm. So two, maybe three years ago, they came out with World of Warcraft Classic. And that was, they basically just turned back the clocks to 2000, what was it, 2004? They made a retro again. Yeah. And everybody loved it because... You know, the older games, they require a lot more time, a lot more effort, a lot more uh, a lot more grinding. It's for the true gamers. They and also then, just have more. I don't know. I feel like the retro do. games, I don't know if it's just a nostalgic thing. It's nostalgia plus these days game developers make everything too easy. They, people want instant gratification. They get bored quick. Uh, what happens is your game turns into like Candy Crush. Mm. It's stupid. It's dumb. We need stimulation. So... A little bit over a year ago, they came out with Burning Crusade, which is the second installment of the game, which okay. takes you back to like 2006, 2007. Right now, they're on the third phase, which is like the end of the trilogy, basically. That's when like true World of Warcraft fans were like, okay, this franchise is like done. Is it all one story? Yeah. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. Um, and it's called Wrath of the Lich King. Whoa. Which is, it's everyone's fucking favorite. It's basically... This guy, Arthas, who was a king, he was like, uh, he wanted to take over the kingdom. He was wronged many times. Guy goes on a fucking war path, basically turns into like Darth Vader, except he's an ice king. So he's like all fucking frozen and shit. And he has a frozen throne and he get, he get, he puts on a helmet. The helmet is, uh, it's cursed. So he becomes evil and he has a big ice dragon and shit. And that, that's, that's what I've been playing. That happened in Thor Love and Thunder. <clears throat> there was a trope where he had a weapon. And that weapon was corrupting him, making him more evil. It's a good trope. Not Thor. Gore, the evil guy. In is it the same person? Uh, no. Gore is the Christian Bale character. Got you. Which a lot of people, in hindsight, looking back at Thor: Love and Thunder, a lot of people, a lot of people were upset. I don't know if there's just, I don't know if the cool thing on the internet right now is to like be negative towards the Marvel properties, but either that or it's just they're putting out lesser products because. There's a lot of anger. People hate in the, the Marvel franchise right now. There's a lot of anger in the MCU sphere right Listen, now. Listen, I've been saying this. 
Well, you didn't like anything besides Infinity War. I mean, this man fell asleep during Endgame. I did. It's a long movie, I understand, but just because it's long doesn't mean it's not great. Should have named it Avengers Nyquil. Here we go. Knock me out. <laughs> Avengers Zequil. Yeah, um, Avengers Helix. I always found that crazy that Nyquil is, you know, the night version of Dayquil. If you're feeling a little congested, a little stuffy, flu symptoms, it'll make you feel better. Yeah. Which I fucking feel like I need today. I feel like I'm dying. I feel like I got hit by a car. But then they were like, yo, people like that it makes you drowsy. Fuck it. Here's Z-Quil. It just makes you drowsy. None of the other stuff. Wait, what's Z-Quil? It's literally just NyQuil, but it's. I'm pretty sure it has nothing to do with cold and sinus. It just makes you sleepy. Interesting. So you just, there's, you know, there's Z's on the bottle. You it's take it, you go to bed. Sleep syrup. Sleep syrup. Sipping on some sleep syrup to get a nice sleep. So how's Vegas? How are the hookers and the, uh, the gambling? No hookers. Uh, a lot of gambling. <laughs> I got fucking torched. Really? Right? Yeah, listen, man. I, we were saying it all weekend. You know, if everybody won in Vegas, it'd still be a fucking desert, you know? It's not. There's fucking still buildings, still pretty lights. That's true. I don't remember where I heard that. I heard that on either a podcast or a show or, or somewhere. They'd be fucking rinsed. It would just be a fucking desert with cacti everywhere. Yep. So, first of all, it's very hot there. Like, way hotter than here. It's, like, in the hundreds, it feels like. Every it probably is day. in the hundreds. It was, when I think when we landed, it was, like, 98. So, immediately, me, you know, dressing the way I dress, I had a fucking sweatpants and a hoodie on. I was like, oh, I got to adapt immediately. Took off the hoodie. Started feeling the hot breeze. Yeah. This ain't Aruba, where you feel a cool breeze. This is some fucking Ew. hot cactus sweat. How do you live there? I don't know. People that live there, though, apparently love it. Patty Trills. Patty Trills. We tried to meet up with Patty. It, it, it didn't go down, but <laughs> that would have been fun. So, yeah, I mean, the long story short of it, it's a great time when you're with your boys and you're having fun. Uh, the hotels are beautiful. I definitely want to go back with Kylie. I want to bring Kylie because I feel like she would absolutely love it there. But, yeah, man, gambling is just it's a double-edged sword. You have fun, but... Did you win anything and then lose? Nope. Or you were just oh yeah, no. I, I we were playing roulette the entire fucking weekend. That was the the theme of the trip, which is like red or black, right? With red, black. You could put on fucking green. You could put on odds and evens. You can put on specific numbers, and if it hits, then you triple. Listen, you know I don't want to get too deep into it. The first <laughs> night, at one point, I was up like a lot. And then I get crazy. You know me. I'm an optimist. I'm like, oh, well, I'm unstoppable now. Let's do these hefty bets. Lost it all. Second day, I'm like, you know, actually, after the first day, I go, I'm done. I'm I'm like, I'm not even going to keep going. So you went to sleep the first night up? No. Oh. No, I I lost. Like, I was up in the moment. I Mm. I took a picture of the chips. I was feeling good. (laughs) Right? And then after that. It was 50K. (laughs) No, no, no. It wasn't anything, like, ridiculous like that. But I was up. And then I bet. You know, very generously and lost. <laughs> so we left the casino and I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to get silly on this trip. Mm. But naturally, you know, your friends start gambling. You oh, start seeing no. people winning. You hear the fucking, you know, sirens going off. Everyone's having fun, high fiving. So then you get back into it. Now, the second night was the second night was honestly one of the most fun nights I've ever had. It was me and Dylan at the roulette table. And then we were like on a pretty hot streak. And then this guy walks up to the table, Jason. Shout out fucking Jason. This dude was hammered, but he was the nicest guy I think I've ever met. And he goes, the trick, brother, is to always put it on the last color. Trust me. Do you fucking trust me, brother? And I'm like, Jason, you know what? This guy just has like third eye vision. He can see the future. Bro, he was psychic. I go, you know what, Jason? Fuck it. Let's run it. 
So I'm the first one to join the Jason train here. Phil, <laughs> we hit, I'm not even joking. I swear to God. I wish I could have taken a picture of it, but they don't let you have the fucking phones right. on when the table when you're playing. We hit nine black in a row. No shot. Nine in a row. That's like when you're taking a test and the teacher, it's like A, B, C, or D. Yeah. And it's just like C every Dude, time. And you start to question yourself. You're like, there's no way these are all C. Yeah, there's a fucking matrix. So when we start getting into like the third, fourth, fifth one, I'm like, Jason, we got to go red, bro. This is. No, trust he's me. Like, he's like, do you fucking trust me, brother? <laughs> And I'm like, all right, fuck it. And we kept going till eventually, obviously, the you know the tenth spin was a red or whatever the fuck it was. It was might have been green. We were hitting the Dylan was hitting green quite a bit because he would do the thing where you put like a 25 chip in between. So if it lands on any of the green spots, you get like times eight or whatever. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. But then you know we got up a bunch that night, and then of course in typical Vinny fashion, I lost it all again. Third day, I'm like, fuck it, I'm done. And I'm like, you know what? Do you have a gambling problem? <laughs> I completely understand why people do after this trip. It's it's fucked, man, cuz when you're when you're winning, it's like it's hard to step away. And then when you're losing, you want to keep playing because you're like, "Oh, let me just make you my money re- back." Recover the losses. Yeah. You want to you want to break even. And you know what? It got to a point in the trip where you know, I couldn't recuperate. And now I know for next time, I'll have a better understanding You know what's of, a good strategy? Let me hear it. You go in with a set budget, mm. you know, five hundred bucks, hundred bucks, thousand bucks. You say, "This is this is my pool to play with," and if I fuck it up, then like that, that's just the loss. I I do like the method of like you play, you win, then you put the money that you played with in your pocket, and it, well, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. You put money down, you win, you put the initial money in your pocket, and then you play with the money that you won. That's yeah, always fun. That's you good. know. But then when that dries up, you're like, ah, fuck it. I got more money in my packet. Oh, hey, you the put this ATM. here. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was a good time, man. You know, I just, the the thing we kept saying is like, even though literally we all were down, by the way. It wasn't just me. I was the most down bad, but everyone was down. We had fun. It was a good time. And you know what? You get home and you get re-motivated. You're ready to get back to work because Jesus Christ, man. It was a fucking, <laughs> it was a fucking rough, uh, rough couple nights. Yeah, I, I like whenever I make videos on online gambling. People are like, nobody actually has an addiction. Oh, nobody it, actually dude, gambles. It definitely. We just watch this for entertainment, bro. It has so many addicting, addicting qualities. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, because it's just like, you know, you just feel unstoppable when you're up and you want to keep going, and when you're not, like I said, you want to recuperate. It's, it's fucking brutal. To sit there and, like, just take the L and watch everybody else gambling, and you're just like, I can get back in. Did you see anyone win, like, a shit ton of money or no? Bro, there was a guy at the roulette table the last night when Just Dylan was playing because I fucking lost my money within three minutes on the last (laughs) night. I gave myself a set number, and then it was gone within, like, 15 minutes. This guy was, like, first of all, he had on fucking a huge watch, big fucking rings, and, like, a really cool, like, vintage 90s, like, rap group shirt like this guy was just he was cool he had had a lot of swag he was taking out like thousands at a time and just putting like stacks of chips on specific numbers that was his method and he just kept winning it was fucking it was unbelievable it was crazy (laughs) so yeah and you know they have like i know something we don't dude some people just know what they're doing it's also fascinating to see like the different strategies that people do and stuff i want to i want to learn how to play blackjack because i feel like that would be fun all luck 
I I guess there can't be skill to roulette. I guess yeah. I I mean I I literally up until this trip I didn't understand how to like I didn't understand etiquette of roulette. Like now I know everything. It's like you can't. What's the etiquette? So like when you first of all when you show your ID and you show your money you just have to like put it on the table, right? You have to do it every time. Well, no. When you first sit down, okay. you like show your ID, you put your money on the table, whatever. And then <clears throat> let's say you bet fifty bucks on a color. Let's say you put fifty on red, and you win. Then they put fifty next to your fifty, and then you can't take it till they lift up the little, like, on some of the tables it was a little gold, like, uh, I don't know what you would call it, lever. No, it's like this little thing that they just pick up and move around. Uh, a pin doorknob. We'll call it a, we'll call I, it a pin. Yeah. So Dil- they, dildo. It was <clears throat> yeah. They, when they pick up the dildo, you can grab the fucking <laughs> shit. But if you go to grab it before they move that, they're like, and then you're like, oh shit, my bad, yeah. my bad. And then of course, when the ball's spinning, you can put money on the table until they go like this. Once they do that, so there's hand signals. Yeah, because well, you got to learn these things, or you look like a fucking. Was nematode. it a guy or girl doing the doing the hand signals? Uh, either or. We had some guys that were on the table. We had some girls. We had one guy named Frank that obviously my boy, Asteroid. His name. Did is they Frank. wear gloves? I feel like they would be wearing gloves. No, no gloves. Interesting. It was very fascinating though to like watch just any type of like exchange of like chips going across or money being grabbed. Everything's so elegant looking. Yeah, it's just very smooth and very appealing. To the eye makes you want to spend more money. The whole, the whole, it's all, it's all. Because what, what if it was like some greasy Italian dude that was slapping his fucking mitts on the table? Yeah, no, and that happens shit. sometimes. Sometimes we're sitting there, we're like, I don't like the energy of this dealer. Really? Let's move to a new table. Wow. What if you get a dealer that's just like the best? Yeah. Well, there was this guy Michael. I'm glad you said this because <laughs> when we were with Michael, we were all eating good. And then I think I really do think they do this on purpose. So, obviously, there's cameras everywhere. When they see someone's winning a lot, I think they're just like, swap out Michael. No Because after a while, Michael fucking left, and then we had this very serious, stern individual, <laughs> and we all started losing him. Dude. So, we're like, bring back Michael, and Michael's on the other side <laughs> of the table. Swap out Michael. He's hot right now. <laughs> Yo, Michael's table's too hot. We got to swap him out. They probably do. I, I wonder if that really is a thing. I don't know if it's just a time thing or whatever. I don't know enough about Vegas, but it was fun. Wow. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah, it was my first time that was I was it, there. Was it humid or was it like that dry heat? It was just dry fucking heat, bro. It was very hot. But it's it's definitely a, uh, it looks like a very fun place to bring your significant other to because the hotels are just gorgeous, bro. They're like marble and fucking crazy statues and we checked out. Um, were you drinking on the street because it's just legal there? I think, I, I don't think we were drinking. There was a, we were walking through the hotel for sure with like Trulies and stuff. Gotcha. But like we were never like outside drinking to my knowledge but you could do that i think you can yeah and you could also smoke in like every fucking casino every <laughs> everywhere just smells like smoke and smells like a hooker's asshole it's crazy and then what do you want what was i gonna say <laughs> oh yeah there's this like indoor area by the strip that like it looks like you're in paris or rome and this the whole inside of the building looks like it's daytime with like a sky painted yeah. and you could literally get in a fucking gondola and row. It's like adult Disney World. It's very cool. So I'll, I'll I'll definitely go back next time that I go back. Though I'm definitely like you said, I'm gonna have a budget <laughs> for the amount that I'm willing to Schmid lose. Got washed. <laughs> I got wacky sloshed in the fucking casino, but it was fun and uh, traveling. Just you know, you you wouldn't think the three hours of jet lag would like really affect you, but it fucking does. It's I don't like know if it's just a mental. East Coast. Yeah, because. Yesterday, I left at noon, and I didn't get home till 9 p.m. The flight's like five hours, but obviously, then you skip ahead <laughs> That's three. That's so annoying. So when I woke up today now for the last three days, 
I've been waking up obviously three hours. I've had three more hours. Nothing's better though of going from like here to Cali or like to Vegas and you land and it's just it's only been two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like when I woke up today, technically speaking, it would have been 12, 11, 10. It would have been 9 a.m. So, <laughs> you, you know, I don't count? function. At, yeah, yeah, I don't think about it. You know, I don't function well at 9 fucking a.m. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll adapt within, like, two or three days. It honestly is a good, like, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but when I go on vacations and then I come home, I definitely feel, like, a really good reset and, like, a, a hunger to, like, just get back into the swing of things because I really was just, I was I was feeling like a fucking schmuck. Like a degenerate? I, I felt a little degenerate-like, so... I'm glad to be back in my cozy house, ready to get this, ready to get this work going. While we were in Vegas, though, I had a realization. What's up? Have you heard about the app Be Real? Of course. It's the best app that's come out. It's the antidote to social media's problems. It's it's amazing. You know what? I'm I'm keeping it a very intimate circle. I'm not like opening this up to to followers per se. Like everybody on there is my friend. And if you guys don't know what Be Real is, because I feel like a lot of people actually still don't know what it is. It's the Instagram killer. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's an Instagram killer. I don't think it's going to kill anything, but I think it's a great additional app that you can add into your arsenal that can bring you some joy and some fun into your life. The basic premise of the app is you download it, and once a day it will prompt you to take a real photo. It wants you to be real. So right now, let's say if the Be Real went off, which that would be really fucking cool if it went off during the podcast. I'm kind of hoping that it does. It has you take a picture with your front selfie camera and at the same time your back cameras. And you have like, I think, three minutes to get it done after it prompts you for it to be on time, for it to be real. So I would literally just like take a picture of me with the mic, take a picture with Phil over there. And it's 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 the Badusi. And the back. Crack. You get the front and the back, and then when you like tap on the photo, it will flip it if you want to see the one iPhone more than the other. and the iPhone ass. Yes. So what's really cool about it is that you can't see what your friends post until you post until yours. you post yours. So it you know it makes you want to really make sure you post it's a it. ticket. It's a it's an entry VIP. Exactly. It's the fucking card to give to the valet so you can go see your friends. Valets can eat my ass. Yeah, I never I never liked. Uh, the valet situation. The energy they have pisses me off. I just don't want anyone really driving my car. No shot. You know what I mean? Especially you. I mean, you your, know what? your car gets hit every other fucking Tuesday. <laughs> it's, a, it's like fucking, it's what's a fucking his name? Magnet Mag- f- Magneto. It's a magnet for trouble, dude. It's really dumb. Mm-hmm. But I feel like valets always have that, like this air of like pompousness, you know? Like, yeah, I'm going to fucking drive your car. And guess what? It's if my I, car now. If I ding it, guess what, daddy? It's on you. It's on you. you <laughs> it's cons- like, what? What sent it to this? And if these- I crash this shit into the fucking hotel lobby, yep. it's on you. It's bro. on, like, what is that bullshit? <laughs> and we have to valet. Is, Some is that actually, though, like, what the situation is? Like, God. if you give your car keys to someone yeah. and they crash it, it's on you? Yeah, on the ticket it says, like, we are not That's responsible. That's fucked. It's the dumbest thing ever. I, I- it's, I don't like that. It's, it's a useless job. I mean, it's cool sometimes. <laughs> I just don't like it. No, in, in terms of like, I feel like they just made that job up. Well, I think everything was made up. No, but like. Everything came from a fucking <laughs> idea. Nah, valets are on some funky shit. I'm trying to think if I have any like cool valet stories. Not that I know of. You know what they do too Sometimes. If you know anyone that's a valet, they'll, like, tell you, like, stories like, oh, yeah, you know, we whipped that fucking Tesla all around town while yeah. you were eating. <laughs> Imagine. Are you kidding me? I think that actually happened in a Marvel movie, in, uh, 
in Shang-Chi, he was a uh, valet driver, and they, like, took the fucking car on, like, a joyride. Yeah, it's just that's just a trope that probably happens more than you think. You know what would be cool to make this full circle? You're about to give your car to the valet, and then your B-Real notifies you, and then you can take a picture with the valet guy. But I notice myself now throughout the day hoping that the B-Real will go off so I could take a fucking picture. Mm. Like yesterday, I was in the bathroom on the airplane. And I still didn't get it, and I was like, "Please give it to me now! Like this will be cool. I could take like a mirror selfie. This would be dope." My 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 not my audience, but my friends will appreciate this, you yeah. know. And then it fucking went off when the plane was landing. When you lose Wi-Fi, but you don't have cellular quite yet, that so I ended sucks. up being like 15 minutes late. But you know, it's fun. Download it, add your friends. I think you guys will enjoy it. We're not sponsored by Be Real. I don't even know who owns it. For all we know, it's it is a fucking meta product. <laughs> Yeah, it's just Mark Zuckerberg's it just side be, project. It might just be more Mark. More Zuck. Which, by the way, I got to tell you, and I know you're going to hate this segment, but this needs to come up. <laughs> Let's hear it. I watched a Ryan Trahan video where he's in the metaverse. Yeah. I think the video is called I Spent 100 Days in the Metaverse. Cause after, oh, you're like, you're like three months late, buddy. Dude, after, yeah, no. After we did the podcast with Frank, the member episode, he was like, yeah, Ryan Trahan's one of my favorite YouTubers, and we watched a video. I get it. Oddly enough, the metaverse. I, I understand. Yeah, no, well, first of all, yeah, no, he's amazing, <laughs> and I, I, I get the metaverse now, because we we've been definitely very critical about the metaverse on the show and how it looks super clunky and all that. But after watching this video, essentially, he spent a hundred days in the metaverse, and the main goal was to like become the most popular in the in the world, right? Become a king. But literally, he just puts on a headset and he meets this guy. And they hang out in this world and you're able to like literally like look at each other and go to McDonald's and all this shit. And while I while I thought like, wow, this is actually very cool. And yeah, it doesn't look the best yet, but it's still very <laughs> fascinating to me that you could just drop in a fucking world. Like weirdly enough, it looks like putt putt. It doesn't look it doesn't look great graphically, but it's cool that you could like make yourself look like Darth Vader, make yourself look like a Pikachu. You could do this on Xbox. Bro. I know, but the <laughs> fact that you're walking around and like touching shit, it's just cool. Okay. And and theoretically, just to jump around a little bit, you know, you obviously don't love driving an hour for the pod. Maybe one day we just sit down pod on the metaverse, the metaverse couch. <laughs> Maybe we'll be the first metaverse podcast. The thing that you hate the most, you became. Yeah, I, I just Love it now. But the thing, the biggest takeaway about that video, and spoiler alert, if you've never seen the Ryan Trahan video, I spent 100 days in the metaverse. Throughout the video, he's hanging out with this guy. I can't remember his name. But eventually, I said to myself, I go, Frank, he better he better meet this guy at the end of the video. Like I, I just I had that thought. And then sure enough, at the end of the video, they meet up in real life. And when they meet up in real life, you actually like feel the emotion of that friendship. And it goes back to what I've been saying. I don't think the metaverse, as cool as it could be and will be, I just don't think there's anything like genuine sitting next to somebody on a couch, human interaction. Because the whole video, you're like, oh, this is a charming relationship that they're forming. But then when they meet at the actual McDonald's at the end, you're like, oh, this is heartwarming. What if they, what if they, they made up and they're just complete nematodes? Well, hey, I, I think this interaction would be better in the metaverse. Hold on, let me put my goggles no, on. No, I, I think if you connect with someone with the headset and then you meet them in real life, the, the experience will only be better. I don't you know? know. I'm biased because I've been playing World of Warcraft the past 20 years. And, like, you can just do this, but in, like, a fantasy world. Yeah, I just, I, I do With understand. good graphics. I do understand where this is going, and people are going to be very addicted to it, for sure. You see uh, my best friend Joe Rogan talk to Zuckerberg about this? I didn't watch that podcast. I've seen, like, a couple clips. He was like, this is creepy. <laughs> and Mark Zuckerberg was just, like, malfunctioning. He's like, 
human cannot interact. I did see a clip where Joe was like, it was kind of weird the way you were sipping water when you were at the Senate or whatever. <laughs> and then Mark was like, all right, should we take a sip right now? And they literally just like sipped water, yeah. like a regular sip, if you want to call it that, quote unquote. But that was really funny. I got to watch that whole podcast because I feel like there's a lot that I want to learn about it now. Yeah, he's learning to become self-aware. He got a new update. You actually think he's AI? Yeah. That's your theory? I think he's lizard folk. What is the whole thing with the lizard folk? They just, they're just immortals, a reptile. Right? Would just... you Would you become a scaly reptile version of yourself to live forever? Would you want immortality? No. I feel like I'd want it if my boys could get it too. I want the comfort of a cozy death. Because if I'm 3,000 years old and I just have to keep making new friends, like that's going to be hard, you know? Yeah. I have, I have trouble making friends as it is. I, th- I feel like once, well, this is a good conversation. Once you reach a certain age, you like stop making friends. Like you don't need, you, you put no up. No new a, friends. You put up a barrier of like entry, right? Like at say you're 32 years old, like what are you going to get from a new friend? I think if you meet someone naturally, organically, out and about in the world, and you have a, a cool relatability factor, and you guys can hang and do fun things. Very rare is that you're going to get a best it's friend. It's more rare as you get older, I would agree. But then again, like, you know, you get older, you end up in a retirement home, and you see someone at the fucking shuffleboard table. <laughs> oh, Shunny, we oh, would have gone along great when we were young. You dropped your nutsack. We could have went to Vegas and put it all on red. <laughs> I, I, I like how whenever we talk about old people, we just we talk about a ha- generic voice. No, we just spiral into them fucking. I mean, bro, down at the fucking down in Florida, old people do be fucking though. They do be fucking though, and one more time. You badussy. You love that fucking badussy. Every episode, you drop the badussy. Booty, dick, and pussy. I don't know. You just love the combination. Yeah. You love the combination, eh? What would Grandma Ussie be? Gussie? Gramussie. Gramussie. <laughs> Come on, it writes itself. Gramussie. So, you know, we, we, we talked about the metaverse in the past, and we've had some negative things to say. And we've had a lot of negative things to say about a certain individual that I, I think it's time we apologize and actually show respect. Who? I don't know if you guys saw Gib fight this weekend bro <laughs> the six-figure gibber bro, did, first did you see it yeah okay <laughs> i'm being dead serious right now i would like to fucking formally apologize <laughs> to this man when he fought jake paul we came on the podcast we were like what the fuck he looks like a crab he's bouncing up Failed and down button input like he's you know mashing button controls dude gib is the fucking real deal he fucking he fucking laid out Austin like five <laughs> times in that fight. If you don't know what we're talking about, Austin McBroom and uh, and Anision Gibb fought, which by the way, this fight was going to happen like weeks ago and then uh, apparently Gibb had like a head condition and they called it off and then randomly, I didn't see any promotion for this. Like this shit just p- spawned this yeah. weekend. I literally got back from the casino and I was laying on the fucking couch and I was like, what the fuck? This Who threw happened? this event? I think it was Social Glove, so it was... he not, the, the big meme is that he knocked out the CEO. <laughs> on his own card. He knocked out the CEO on his own card. Yeah, so you got Social Gloves, you got Misfits Boxing, you got Happy Punch. What else we got? Uh, I think those are like the... Creator Clash. Creator Clash. And then obviously like Jake works with Showtime and DAZN and all that stuff, but... Yeah, I just... I gotta give fucking credit to Gib, man. He's, he's just fun to watch. He He's like... 
he he literally makes me want to box. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's it's very exciting, and he he you know what he fucking the more he I, showed a lot of heart too because he got knocked down in the first round. I know. And then he came back and knocked Austin down literally like five times. Yeah, and then the last one was just a. <laughs> It was a work of art. It was a art. Donkey Kong punch. It was a Donkey Kong, like, you know, load up the B. It was amazing. So, kudos to Gib. You are fucking awesome. And I'm I'm a fan, and I'm excited to see where he takes this next I'm because just... they're saying the next big fight, Gib versus Slim. <laughs> and I'm just saying, I don't know who to take in that fight. Didn't Jake Paul call him out too? No. Well, Jake said, you know, if he beats uh, KSI, we can do the rematch, but... Apparently, Gib and KSI are friends, so I don't think that fight will happen. Mm. But I would love to see a Jake Gib rematch. <laughs> I'm I, just I'm just trying to make better YouTube videos. <laughs> just trying to make better YouTube yeah. videos. That's that's all you care about right now. It's just like uh, all the boxing. Like, yeah, it's cool. This person knocks out this person. It's the same roster of fighters. Like, I do feel like though, there's really the good storylines happening here. It's like Austin was like the bad guy. Working his way up to KSI, right? Yeah. And then fucking Gib just comes back and fucking knocks the shit out of this guy. And now Gib is on track to fight Slim, who whoever wins that fight will probably fight KSI. Yeah, it's like Mortal Kombat roster. Meanwhile, Jake's (laughs) fighting fucking Anderson Silva. I don't think people understand how fucking crazy this is. We got to the point where this... This man, Jake, started fighting Deji, what, what was it, four years ago? Three years ago? I saw a meme before we get to that. It's like when Deji actually throws a punch, and it was like the funniest edit of like, it was like TikTok music, like a it was probably, I think it was like funk, right? It's like that hyper masculine like Sigma male music. What were they making like One Punch Man? Like when he actually throws, it's it, like yeah, absolutely deadly. It, it was a fucking montage of Deji hitting Jake Paul like back in the day, and Jake Paul's nose was bloody. And then it was like yeah, uh, Jake bled a lot in that. Fight. It was Deji versus uh, who did he just knock out? Fusi. Fusi. It was just a hyper cut of like all of his like. Heavy hitting punches, dude. Deji's a fucking beast. When he when he really fucking gets in there and kicks ass, he fucking when kicks he throws ass. punches. When he throws punches. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we uh, yesterday right before the plane took off for me to come home, I was like, oh fuck, the press conference dropped. I'm gonna download this because I want to watch it when we get in the air because you can get Wi-Fi on a plane, but it just it can't load fucking YouTube videos. Here's a fun fact for you. Remember the what was it? The rival games. What was Logan Paul's Olympic Challenger Games? The Challenger Games. Ryan Trahan won the mile. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! That's he was, so. He's been around for a minute. He's been making YouTube videos for like seven years. That's crazy. He used to make cross country videos. Dude, he he is ridiculously entertaining. I completely understand why he's one of Frank's favorites, and he's also married to another YouTuber. Is he really Haley Fan? Very cool. Yeah, I can see Frank's. I can see the Ryan Trahan, like, inspiration in Frank's content. Like, while we were watching, I'm like, oh, I've seen you do something similar to this. Like, it was cool seeing where some inspo comes from. We talked about that a lot in the member episode. Um, But, yeah. So, I don't know if you watched the press conference. I would assume you didn't. But I didn't. Completely different from a regular Jake Paul press conference where, in this conference, he was legitimately so polite because he really respects and looks up to Anderson Silva, and he met him, like, 13 years ago at like some fight thing in Ohio and they took a picture. It's just funny too because you see Jake like eight years old or whatever the fuck it was. Um, or well, if it was 10 years ago, he would be like 13, however <laughs> old Jake is. But my math is neither here nor there. He was way younger. He took a picture with Anderson Silva. Now he's about to fight him in October. And yeah, like the, how old is Anderson? F- he's 47. Bro. 
here's the thing with this. That that's the only thing, the only negative thing that you could say about this is the fact that he's 47. But this is quite literally one of the greatest fighters. Yeah, no, he's he is arguably the greatest UFC fighter ever. For context, he's a fucking freak of nature. Debatable, but yeah, he's up there. He's top five. He's definitely in the. He's definitely in the top. Five. I, I would say, yeah, t- comfortably top five. Maybe top three. I was going to say top three. I mean, again, I don't know that much about UFC, but, you know, a lot of people dub him as the best ever. Anyway, this this guy is, this is regardless of him being 47, this is going to be like the hardest fight he's had, that Jake's had by far, in my opinion. And it just seems like a drastic fucking jump, honestly. Like he's, really? Anderson Silva's a fucking beast. Dude, literally last year... That's what we year, thought about Tyron Woodley, too. Well, that was a huge... Ju- I mean, he went from fucking Ben Askew to Tyron <laughs> Woodley. I can't believe again, that. Again, no disrespect to Ben, because obviously he was a fucking absolute behemoth in UFC, but when it came to the boxing and like the way <laughs> that that fight went down and the shape that he was in when he showed up, like that whole that thing was, was That just, was a brand sponsorship for Ben Askew. That was just so crazy. That was his disc golf I fun. just still can't believe that that happened, to be honest with you. But anyway... This this fight's gonna be sick. I honestly don't know. I don't know who's gonna win this one. I'm gonna wait to make my official prediction. But this is gonna be hard as shit. Um, recently, though, Anderson Silva knocked out a former heavyweight champion in what boxing? Of boxing. He's boxing now, dude. He's like legit boxer. Like he's a striker. This guy. He's a fucking. <laughs> he's a behemoth. And they they were so polite yesterday in the press conference, like. Literally, Jake was just like, listen, my past opponents have been dickheads, so I'm going to treat them like dickheads. Anderson's a legend, so I'm going to knock him out still, but respectfully knock him out. And then Anderson Silva is just smiling, being like, we'll see. It's it's going to be really fun. I just, I already though, th- this is what the, what the internet is so annoying. Already people are like, Anderson making a quick paycheck before he retires. He's definitely throwing the match. <laughs> Anderson Silva is not throwing a fucking fight. The guy's been fighting his whole fucking life. This is what he does. I I do think it's possible Jake can win. I don't know though. It's gonna be it's gonna be this is gonna be a tough challenge. Anderson's a beast. Anderson Silva, the Eminem has a line where he talks about this. He like literally snapped his leg on Chris Weidman and, and tried to stand on it. Really? Like he put his fucking leg back on the canvas after the fucking bone was just like shattered. I don't remember that. I remember him kicking Chris Weidman and his leg going around Chris Weidman's leg. Yeah, and then he tried to put it back on the fucking mat. He's a beast. Immediately? Or? I'm pretty sure. I don't remember I the thought he just clip. died like after that. You know what's crazy? Chris Weidman was in that fight with, with, uh, with Anderson, and then Chris Weidman's leg also snapped like years yep. later. Yep. So he was involved in two of like the worst two leg snaps. snaps. Oh, snap Chris Weidman's him. New York's very own. I know, dude. Yeah, any, anyone from New York... We love him. That's why I'm having so much trouble if Slim fights Gib. Because now I'm a Gib fan, but I got to go New York's very own. I got to go Team Slim, right? <laughs> it's it's a classic. It's, uh, it's you know, Slim. Did you see the video of Slim? He was driving around Brooklyn in his in the fucking Lambo? Lamborghini listening to the... Who is he? Dude, he's built different. He's fucking Slim. What does he do? He's an influencer. <laughs> From where? Well, now he's a boxer. Hold on. I got to look up Slim. Yeah, look up his channel. I, I don't know what kind of content he makes. I I think like vlog style stuff. Bro, there's no shot. You're just a vlogger. Dude, I was watching a video on Casey Neistat, and he said he did 100 million views before he even turned on monetization. I saw that. And then the first month he saw he made like 6K, then the second month 60K, and then, and then the third like- month, then the brand started calling. 
That's what he said in the video. Casey what? Neistat's a fucking legend, by What's the way. What's this guy's name? Slim. It's not. Just type in Slim on YouTube. Oh my god, my be real. Yo, that's hype. <laughs> Wait, I literally just got it. Do it. All right, Phil, you ready? Yes. You got pose for me. How you doing? Oh, that's nice. All right, let's see how this came out. Let's see how this came out. Oh, I gotta retake that. I was in the middle of talking. Hold on. I still got. I still got two minutes. Oh yeah. Smile now. Yo, what the fuck? How long do you have to pose before it fucking... Hold on. Here we go, Phil. There we go. You got it. Holy shit. I can't believe we just got a B-Real mid-podcast. This is excellent. All right. Add caption. (laughs) Mid-pod. Now, do you have like a catalog of your old ones or do these expire? No, yeah. So you are the only one that can see your your old ones. Wow. Yeah, so I'm looking at Slim Albaher. I couldn't tell you what what his theme. content is. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I never really watched. I just know when he was fighting Fousey, and he he fucking walkie slushed Fousey. That was that was a brutal fight to watch. There was a lot of shit talking back and forth. How old is he? Do we know? I don't know. I would say he's in his late twenties. Got you. That'd be my guess. But yeah, there's a there's a fight card happening apparently in January with Logan, KSI, probably Gib will be on that card. They were joking about it yesterday at the press conference. Logan was like, yeah, Gib, we'd love to have you on the card. What about Salt Poppy? Dude, there was a YouTube poll that I saw. I'm so fucking happy I just got that B-Real. That was legendary. I manifested that shit. You did. I saw a poll that was like, who should Gib fight next? And it was Salt Poppy, KSI, uh, Slim... Did I say who Gibbs is going to fight next? Yeah. Yeah. And the the majority of the votes went to Slim. I think that's what people want to see. I think Saul Poppy has to win like another... He needs to win like a big fight, like a big name. Because he, he obviously walkie slushed the previous guy, but... <laughs> he, need, he needs more wins under his belt? Yeah, I don't I don't know who that... I don't know how many wins that last guy had. Maybe the guy did so have a lot of So what is Slim? 3-0? Yeah, he's, he hasn't lost. He's eating fools for breakfast. Uh, Gibb is 1-1. One one. Gibb is... Gib lost to Jake, and he beat. He beat. Uh, who Taylor, did he fight Taylor in the Holder? Taylor Holder? Did he win? Wait, that? didn't he? Didn't they like tie or some shit? And well, it I was think like they big... retroactively gave him the win. Though. Yeah, I think he did end up getting the win. So he's three and one. No, three and one. Two and one. Two and one. No. Yeah, two and one. Two and one. <laughs> I think that's the official record. Dude, I I just if if Jake actually beats Anderson Silva, where the fuck does he go after that? Probably because like, probably one big payout for like. Canelo. No, he wouldn't jump right to Canelo. That that wouldn't that wouldn't happen. <laughs> I think they'll fight eventually. It'd be an exhibition fight. It wouldn't go on Canelo's record. Canelo would wonky slush him, or it'd be a fucking uh, win by decision. And Here, then here's my prediction, and this is a, this is a long Floyd shot. Mayweather. I I don't, I don't fucking know. I think if he beats Conor fucking McGregor, <laughs> I think if he beats Silva, we see a fucking Conor fight actually happen. And and you listen. I, I feel like I've been saying that for a while and people thought I was fucking crazy, but like the trajectory is there. Cause I'm, pr- Connor literally like said something about him on Twitter recently. And no, then, he's doing his team. Yeah. And then remember Jake was like, lay off the deck of sandwiches or whatever the fuck he said. Is that what he said? The trend? He, he said trend something. Bologna? Yeah. He said, hop off the trend baloney sandwich. Bro, they're all on fucking roids. Gibbs on roids. Gib looked like a fucking specimen. At this last fight, dude. Yeah, dude. Did you know that if, if you do boxing, you actually get the physique of somebody who's been working out for four, five plus years? What is what is Gibbs' height? Where's my safari? 
I'm curious. It's the big Gib. Gib height. He looked super short in there. Hold on. Anision Gib height. Is that his first name? Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying it right. So apologies. Anison. Anision. He is 5'9". Yeah, he looked he, he looked way smaller than 5'9 in there. You know how small <laughs> I would look in the ring? At 5'4", a staggering 5'4". I'd look like a I look like Ant-Man. Yeah. I'd fucking pull up. You know what though? I've I've been learning this from watching like Wade and different boxing. You get in nice and close and fuck him up. Yo, the the key when you're small, body shots. Yeah. I could eat up somebody's ribs. Hit him, hit him in the dick too, and they won't they won't see it. Just fucking body shot. The body, the body, the dick. body, dick. <laughs> Grab his dick and twist it. Crumple someone. Dude, I'm telling you though. What's the key if you're big? Just uh, keep him at a distance and just. Well, when you're when you're big and when you're long, you gotta just use the jab. Yeah. For me, for someone like like if me and you fought, I'd have to just eat up a couple licks yeah. and get in there. The body, the body. Got you. Because body shots, I feel like. When you're watching a fight, it's like, oh yeah, go for the headshot, go you for the chin. You never really see proper body shots in any of these any of these fights, bro. But when you see a body shot hit, it it looks the same every time, right? Someone gets hit by a body oh. shot, and then you just see them like they get cracked with the body shot, and the commentator will be like, "Ooh, good right hand to the body." And then you'll see the fighter go, <laughs> and they down. they have to take a knee because the pain. If you hit them in the liver or the kidneys, bro, if you get hit hard enough in the ribs, you can't fucking breathe. What's the name of this guy? Hold on, let me... F- I I went down a little boxing rabbit hole. It's fun, man. It's... it's it, I, I'm definitely... I'm going to start taking lessons at some point. Let me find the name of this guy. Uh, so what's the deal with this social media boxing, though? Like, if, if we wanted to get... I feel like you're at a size where you could actually get on a card. Realistically, if you Not want, like a physical size, like want social box, media size. We would go in through Creator Clash, I think. You think so? They are very open to fighters. They're very... They're not about, like, clout or anything like that. It's really? If you're a creator and you want to fight, you can get in on the Creator Clash. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, who would they Who would they put me against? Bro, my, my height and weight is just weird right now. Like, I would have to cut... I would have to fight at, like, fucking lightweight. Okay. The name of this boxer. Sorry to cut you off. Usyk. Okay. This fucking guy is... Like the most beautiful boxer I've ever seen. Like it just looks like a like a chess match. Yeah. It, uh, his name's Alexander Yusik. He's Ukrainian. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's undefeated. Let's see. Is he just the body shot master? He's six three. His wingspan is six six. Jesus Christ. He's nineteen and 0, 13 knockouts. This Beast fucking mode. guy. I I think he's. He might be fighting Fury. Oh, wow. I have no idea, though. Yeah, Tyson fucking retired and then came out of retirement, like, literally instantly. But I'll send you clips of this guy. It's it's the most technical, like, yet, like, vicious boxing I've seen ever. I, I feel like in athletics, mm, I don't know. I feel like if you're going to retire, there needs to be a clause that you only get one redo. Yeah. <laughs> because, dude, every every fucking time you see an athlete retire, I feel like they unretire like within three months. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you have that Tom competitive, Brady? yeah, like Tom retired he, for ninety playing? days. Yeah, he won the first game against the Cowboys on Sunday. <laughs> this man's already winning again. Dude, he's a fucking beast. And and there was I saw like a meme of him on the sideline. It just said like Tommy's locked in. He was just like fucking focused. By the way, I saw some comments that you guys want us to talk about football. Um, I didn't watch any of the games this weekend. I just saw that the uh, that the Bucks did beat the Cowboys. Dak Prescott, the Cowboys quarterback, is out now. He needs to get hand surgery after the first fucking game. I am not your guy. 
for for sports. <laughs> yeah. That was what was cool in Vegas too, though. There was a an area in the hotel. Oh, let me talk about the hotels more too. We uh, we were in the the Mandalay Bay, and I thought the Mandalay Bay was like its own hotel, but it is its own hotel, and then like it branches off to other hotels. So there was like the Delano. There was another hotel that was attached to it, and you literally just walk around through all these casinos and breakfast spots and all this shit. And there was a giant TV with like segmented into smaller TVs where all the games were, and then there would be seats. And you could bet on the games like as they were happening, and people were cheering, going crazy on Sunday. Like it was, it was a lot of energy for a right. Sunday. Sports betting is, I feel like that's weird, the only though. betting I would do. I, I just feel like betting in general. It like you literally, I just feel you don't have any control. It's just a matter of like, will this be a good day for you or right. not? But then again, there are strategies, I guess, and stuff like that. Growing up, I was like really critical of watching sports because I thought they were boring as fuck, and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't keep my attention, but. Now that I'm older and I see people bet on sports, that's what makes it watchable for a lot of people. Because then now you're financially invested, and if your team doesn't yeah. win, you get pissed. Well, that you know, when when you need like a certain team to win, then you're like, I'm on the team. You know what? Now. I, you know what gets explained to me every fucking year around this time, and I goes over my head. I actually lose brain cells. Fantasy. Yes, that was my guess. Okay. Fantasy football. So what the fuck? I honest this? to God don't know anything about it to have a proper conversation i just know from what i understand and you guys can correct me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure you just like scout team team players so like you would take a running back from the giants you would take a quarterback from the bucks you would yeah. take you build a wide receiver you build your team. own team and then if they perform well or they do certain things that you need them to do then you get points and at the end of it you see out of your friends like who has the most points who, who wins who's, i guess everything is measured down to like the yardages that these players get but. yeah i don't i don't know the exact like parameters or what the actual things are that people are measuring but i know like you can do fantasy teams with like a lot of different things right. like Kylie was telling me they would do uh fantasy like bachelorette and bachelor picks like, who will well, be the winner at the end and you pick your player right and see if they'll make it to the very end type it's of thing. It's like uh Pokedex. It's like in Pokemon. You build your fucking team. You gotta build your team. And you have to have a well rounded team. Like what's stopping you from just picking the best players? I don't get it. I guess when you sit down with your friends and you're like scouting, like if I pick someone that's really good and you have the next pick, you can then take the next best Got you. I don't know. We seems, might just we might have not skewed. We may have not just made any fucking sense. I've never been on a fantasy team or like had a fantasy team, so I don't know. I feel like I would like it though. It definitely would make you more invested to each week because you're like, oh, this team is playing and I have that player. I need to watch. Oh <laughs> shit, at eight PM so many fucking wires. At eight PM this guy's playing. I gotta watch. Yeah. So that's you know, that's cool. That's cool. That's sick. It's pretty neat. That's chill. It's very chill. That was our meetup spot in Vegas. There was this place called the Big Chill. Yo, where are you? Meet me at the Big Chill. The Big Chiller. It was like a big, like, uh, not smoothies, but uh, Slurpee place, basically. Mm. I haven't had a Slurpee, like a cold Slurpee, in a in a long time. I, uh, you know, they're good. You ever go to Seven Eleven on Seven Eleven? Remember when we were kids? Free Slurpees, baby. Yeah, and then people drag it. They show up with five gallon buckets. Yeah, and you're you like, can't. Oh, I got all this. It's like you can't spend four dollars on a fucking Slurpee. You like, can't. You can't be doing that. This week is uh, is an exciting week because on Friday, new iPhones get delivered. Did you uh, Did you pre order? Are you getting the no. new iPhone? Are you sticking with what you got? I'm a boomer, bro. So you don't want that dynamic island, eh? Nah, I'm chilling. I gotta tell you, I am. Uh, Ridiculously excited for the new iPhone. The you guys thing, know me, Apple fanboy to the day I die. I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. The only thing 
The only problem with this phone. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Siri, take it easy. Whoa. Fuck out of here. We're doing a podcast. You can't be doing that, Siri. Sorry, Phil. Go Put on. her in her fucking place. I, I turned her off. The only problem with my phone is we talked about this before the episode last week when we were watching the, the trailer. We were joking that all of our phones get slower after these fucking keynotes where they Bro, announce a new they product. Ha- Apple HQ has a dial, and they go, whoop, and they revert your phone back to... 2006 battery life. Sheesh. They slow them down on purpose. It's planned obsolescence. Oh, you don't want to shell out 1,200 fucking clams for our new phone that has that has clams. that has a software update and comes in purple. Sucks. Guess what? Your new phone. Uh, it'll last you about 30 minutes before you need to plug it in. I'm just excited for the fucking dynamic island. MKBHD said it best. You know, it's a weird name, but it's a great feature. For those who don't know what the dynamic island is. They now have the notch, like the forehead at the top of your phone now. You have like the iPhone 10 or later. It has like that big forehead cutout that looks really, really awkward that we all just kind of ad- adapted. Gotta, yeah. We all kind of just adopted as like, okay, that's the norm. It looks fine, whatever. Now it's like an oval that will grow in size with the screen depending on what software you're using. I'm very excited to give it a try. I don't know if you've updated, but iOS 16 is now available. So even if you don't have the new phone... You can have the new software. Now, Phil, when I swipe up from the bottom, that's where you see your notifications. If you want to get rid of them, swipe that all the way down. You can now add wallpapers, and uh, when you add your wallpaper, it can do this cool effect. What are those two dots? Those are widgets. So if I tap that, it will take me into my activity. Bam. Interesting. And then the other one is weather. That's how I have it set up. I posted my lock screen on Twitter yesterday if you guys want to better look at this. And then when you do certain pictures, it can like... I don't remember what the actual ter- term is, but they use a depth of field. So, like, if you see here, Kylie's head could be, like, over the the numbers, but behind the date. It's kind of hard to explain unless you saw it. <laughs> but the other cool thing is you can hold you can this down. Her forehead around? You can swipe through multiple uh, wallpapers. So, I have this, like, old vintage fish one. Nice. If you guys remember on the original iPhone, that's what it looked like. And, you know, it's just, it's cool. You could have a different wallpaper for different moods or different things that you want to do. Now, on this phone, will they be rolling out the, if you're stuck in the wilderness and you point your phone to the sky, yeah. you can get a chopper and Apache attack helicopter when to I, your location? When I was in the sky yesterday and I lost service, it was saying SOS. So, I, I don't know if it would work while I'm in a plane, but I, could, I probably could have held it out the fucking window towards a satellite and gotten some help if I needed it. Wow. It's pretty wild. Also, another thing that you guys have to do when you update, go into your settings, go into haptics and sounds. You can now toggle a uh, button that when you type, you can get the little vibrations like a lot of phones have been doing for years, haptic feedback. So when you're typing, you feel a little vibration and know that you're actually inputting something, which feels good. You can also go into your battery settings and you can change it so that, see at the top right, it says the battery percentage now. Oh, look at your time. It's cool, right? It's like it's like cargo time. It's like military and time. And check it out. You can hold this down. Click customize, what the hell? tap here, and you can make it whatever you want. Look at this. And you could change the color. You could you could do a lot of different things. Also, I'm uh oh wait, hold on. I don't want to save any of this. Hold on, swipe away. Swipe away. Hold on a second, Uh-oh. Phil. Oh no. The hidden folders are coming out. All right, we're okay. So uh I'm I'm testing out this new screen where like I have widgets on the left, right, yeah, yeah, and, the, yeah. and the left. I don't know about you guys, when I have a certain home screen, it's hard for me to move shit around because my brain remembers where shit is. So, like, if I swipe home and then really quick click the bottom right, I know it's it's Twitter. 
and I go to the left, I know it's messages. When I start moving shit around, then I like go and I try to open messages, but I'll open up a it random app. Messes with your homeostasis. It messes with my balance. I am trying my best, though, particularly at nighttime, to get better at not using the phone as much. That's good. It's not been a great start. Last night I was up very, very late. I couldn't fucking fall asleep. Again, the jet lag, it, it gets to you. Maybe you got to get some z Got to get some z I do like taking the melatonin gummies. Those those are nice. They give me, they give me scary, scary nightmares. Do they actually fuck with your dreams? They don't fuck with my dreams, but <laughs> Phil will be like... I, I start seeing fucking demons. If, if we have to do the podcast, I took two melatonin gummies the night before. Phil will be like, I'm here, and I'll be unconscious still. Yeah. Like, it, it makes it much harder for me to wake up, I notice. Which, it, it keeps me in a deeper sleep. That's mm. what it does. Listen, when I was driving here, the, the fucking leaves are changing. I love this time it's, of year. This is it's goaded with the sauce. Are you excited for Christmas? I mean, I know, I know, I'm not I know you. Yet. I'm not even there yet. I'm already jumping to Christmas. Kylie, I'm, Kylie goes. We have Halloween first. I'm like, listen, yeah, it's yeah, Christmas no, as far no, as I'm concerned. No, Kylie's right. It's, it's oh, the weather outside's not yet, delightful. Not yet. And my dear was still delightful. I'm more pumped about words. Halloween than Christmas to be aged. You're out of your fucking mind. I know you like to dress up and do well, all it's, that. Type it's of stuff, it's the vibes. Are it's, you coming AWA? No shot. Our panel day is a, is a Friday. It's been confirmed. What would you do if I was like, Vin, I'm not coming, I'm not coming. And, and then you like, just shock the world. At, at the panel. I'm telling you right now, if we're chilling at the panel, I go, oh, by the way, Philion's here. And you just walk on the stage. You know how fucking hype that would be? Who the fuck is this guy? No, people would be losing their minds. I don't think people know. You're intertwined like, way more nah, than you realize, nah, dude. I don't you, know. you know we've been doing the pod for... Nearly three years. Almost three, three years is going to be in November, right? Yes, sir. That's weird, dude. It's weird. That's fucking height. It's really weird. Your beard's weird. Mine's not. I got my, mine fucking trimmed. Bro, I might go get mine trimmed today. So, my new strat, and I've been telling you guys this nonstop, I leave the goatee length, but I trim the side so I don't look like a fat bastard. Right. But I keep the thickness. The fullness. My my boy my boy Cosmo in Canada, eh? he always hooks it up, but I'm not going to be back in Canada for like another, another week, week and a half. So, with that being said, I, I got to go to my boy Joe. In New York, and I, I hey, haven't had Joey. Joe trim my beard in a minute. Joey, so. Joey, Joey Beans. I trust you with, with the clippers, Joey. Joey, please don't let me down. But I'm gonna get my beard trimmed today. I think I might go tanning today too. I think what? today is gonna be like a self. Step outside for ten minutes. You'll get tan. I think today's gonna be like a Vinny day. I'm gonna fucking get my hair cut, That's get good. my beard trimmed, go to the gym. I got a lot that I gotta do though. I gotta film a lot of videos this week. I gotta make sure I get back on the stream grind. Did some Pokemon Showdown last night, which was fun. We did a uh, did some battles. Which is a great time, and also the the Try Not to Laugh Mario Challenge video is being edited right now by the homie Brooks. Good. That should be done by the weekend. That video, dude, I was re-watching moments from that. Bro, it's funny. I it's, know. It's I was really there. good, and I, I think I'm going to make that like a regular series. You should. 100%. Have you still been streaming? No, I, I gave that up. I retired. What the fuck? Nah. <laughs> you came back for four days? Not doing it. <laughs> Wait, actually? Yeah, I'm not doing it. What happened? I had a revelation. Talk to me about it. Your boy Philion needs extreme focus, right? Yeah, you need stimulation. When I'm streaming, I'm taking away time from what got me here in the first place, which is quality YouTube videos. Wow. If I funnel all my time and energy into YouTube videos, we're maximizing profits. We're maximizing views. We're maximizing quality. We funnel that money back into the videos, okay? Because I had a, a you know my third eye vision. When I picture myself in five years, I'm not a streamer, bro. I'm just not a streamer. I, I, I picture myself doing 
projects. Well, it's not, I, I hear what you're saying, but like three weeks ago, you were like I know. on a completely different <laughs> wavelength. And yo, respect though. Like it's cool to to change your mind and go in and out of stuff, but I'm, I'm just, I'm surprised. No, okay, here's the thing. I like streaming. I really do. But I don't like, I don't envision myself doing the, and this is different from what you do because you play games, you do challenges and shit. But if, I guess I can do that too because that's more enjoyable to me. But like, the methods that I see of a lot of creators of just like reacting to shit and turning that into YouTube videos, like it rubs me the wrong way. I don't know why. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm fine if they do it to me because it's more uh, exposure and I'm in a position where I can like make videos for and like it's cool. Whatever. That I think has always been consistent with you since we've been doing the pod for like three years now. Like we said, it's I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, but yeah, you've always kind of had like trepidations about just react content in general. It's that state. It's just weird to me that like, it became full circle. Like, years ago, people were shitting on Jinx. Remember? The OG YouTube boxing match between Jinx and iDubbbz. iDubbbz went to Philadelphia, went into a boxing ring, was like, let's go, Jinx, I'm going to fight you. And then it never happened. It was just like a... It was part of a content cop. This was fucking like six years ago, mm-hmm. right? People were pissed at Jinx for reacting to content, whatever. Every Twitch streamer, every... YouTube, like, if you're a personality, you watch content, turn it into your own content. And sure, maybe you add some commentary here and there, but like... I don't want to... I want to create shit. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just... <clears throat> it's weird how the internet switched up on people where it's just now internalized where React content is like the standard. Yeah, I, I've always enjoyed it just because I feel like it's it's just really fun to watch things with people. Like, prime example, and this is obviously like a stretch away from React content, but the new Dragon Ball Super movie's out in theaters right now, and I won't go see it by myself because now me and Kylie have been watching Super, and I'm just like, I want to watch the movie with her so we could both like talk well, about different. it and react to it. But it's in the same realm of would you rather watch a brand new Phileon video or would you rather watch the brand new Phileon video while so-and-so talks about it? It's just Because then though. you feel like you're watching it with someone. It's I, in a similar ballpark. I get why it works, but it's weird. It is. Listen, it's because definitely an interesting... Like when they were putting out new Friends episodes in the early 2000s, would would you want to watch that while a streamer's watching it so you can watch it with someone? It's like, it is a very new media digital type of thing, you know? I don't think this existed back in the day like, in, I don't, any, in a stretch of the I don't want to be on the other... I th- somebody said it, I think it was Nick Mullen on Adam Friedland's show. He was like, I don't want to be on the other side of a parasocial relationship. And if you really break it down, it's like... Creating something to me is a lot more creatively fulfilling, just like than like acting as a source for somebody's comfort slash enjoyment. I don't know. I think I think like, and then we get into like impressions too. It's just a funky world. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it just it never has been a bother to me, and I've been watching React content forever. Like, I don't know. I just I feel like it's it's fun to it's fun. I like to personally watch the thing and then go watch reactions. I won't ever watch... I can't say I won't ever, but usually I don't watch the reaction right. first. Right. Because I want to experience oh, it. Oh, that's cool. And then I want to go see, oh, what does so-and-so have to say about it type of thing, you it know? It just gets weird, like... But it could pop up in your feed before you even... Re- like, a, a Philion React video could pop up in my feed before I actually even see your video. Yeah, I So know. then sometimes people might just click that. I know. But I think that's just the belly of the beast, my guy. Yeah, I don't know. I've been I've been thinking about this, and we can talk about this more in the member episode because today we're literally filming the main episode and then this week's bonus episode right after. But 
I uh, I want to start doing some stuff on Nintendo where like Philion esque and like Cody Co esque, where I'll watch something in the Nintendo space and add my commentary to it. A right. comment a commentary Nintendo video. Yeah. Because I just feel like I love doing the then we fights and I love doing the challenge type stuff and you guys don't really know about this yet. But I told Phil about a video that I filmed on Friday with Kylie and Frank that came out fucking hilarious by the way. I'll tell you more about it later on, but I have ideas that are completely original and my own ideas that obviously take way more work and, and effort and they are way more fulfilling for sure. And I also feel like there is a space for me to watch stuff and add commentary to it. Not necessarily like reaction right, but it's content, like, but like... It's content than you. Content than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Or content playing while you're literally reacting in real time. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. And I, I think that can be a really interesting lane to go down for Nintendo because Nintendo can be whatever the fuck it ends up being. It doesn't need to be a set in stone, this is a battle channel, you know? And while there is one Mario video on there now, and there's two more coming within the next probably month and a half, I'd say it would be cool to like even watch like like an old Mario animation on YouTube and just play that and have something to say about it, add something, bring something to the table, I think could be a really enjoyable and cool thing. For sure. I, I think the whole commentary space, though, like not, not Nintendo commentary, just like the traditional YouTube commentary space is dead. I think things come and go, though. I, I think there always is going to be a space for watching something, commenting on something, and then putting your own twist on it. I don't think that's anything that will go away. No, I know. But like the typical YouTube commentary community of like the the Viners coming to YouTube, unless you're grandfathered in as like Drew Gooden, Danny Gonzalez, Cody Ko, like, like it's dead. I wonder what the easiest n- niche is. Like if you're if you're going to become a new creator, and let's say you're just you're just passionate about creating, and you could pick any lane. Right. What would you pick? What would you pick? Gaming, vlogs, commentary. I think gaming's the most fun. <laughs> if you if you enjoy gaming, yeah. it's definitely the most fun. But you know, some people really just like to watch things and Unless talk you get about pigeonholed things. into one game, and you start to hate the fucking game. Oh my god! Imagine that. <laughs> Fitness flop, the game. Yeah. But listen, you can always pivot. You're one video away from changing your whole career. My 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 bestie Philly on taught me that. But uh, I'm about to shit on the couch. I don't know what just happened to me, but I, I feel like I'm gonna shit. Great episode. <laughs> You're Hope gonna you guys shit yourself into the new bonus episode. Yeah, I'm gonna go take a shit, wipe my ass. Because by the way, we're ordering a bidet very soon, but we're gonna get into that in the member episode. Thank you guys for watching. By the way, if you guys didn't know, we upload member episodes every Wednesday. Um, thank you guys for being patient while I was in Vegas. It was nice to just take some time off to uh, have some fun, and and uh, now we're home, we're ready to get back into it. And we'll see you guys, of course, on Sunday for the next uh, main episode. Thank you for watching. We love you guys. And even though the sauce was a little late, it was simmering a little bit longer this week, you guys always still get the sauce. Say hello to your grandmother for me. Take care. Brush your fucking hair. Peace.